But joining us now, um, more importantly, is uh, the man I thought was robbed last night, uh, Sydney Sixers star, Jordan Silk. Jordan, are you there, mate? I am. How are you going, guys? Mate, we are having an absolute <laughs> cracking summer afternoon here. Now, are you back in Sydney, uh, mate, or are you still stuck up in Brisbane? No, we're, we're back now. Uh, literally just got off the plane about an hour ago, so uh, back in Sydney and saddle up again for a game on the 4th of January at North Sydney. How good, mate. Now, um, it must be great to be back in Sydney, but let's talk last night, and um, it <laughs> is the elephant in the room, mate. You were on fire late in the innings. I was telling my 14-year-old son, Jordan's got us here, we're home. Um, and then, um, well, Michael Nisa performed some mm. um, acrobatics – Mate, what was your initial reaction? Because you looked filthy. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I think um, well, I probably was. I think I, I actually had to apologise to the umpires during it all, just saying <laughs> that can't, this can't be right. This can't be uh, this can't be out. So, um, but I understand. I understand the ruling. Not to to say that I agree with it, but um, you know, I think it was actually very clever of of Ness to to be able to do what he did. Um, you know, it's still takes a lot of skill to, to be able to do that, um, particularly when he was probably about five or so metres past the past the boundary rope to be able to, um, you know, be able to scoop that ball back into the field of play. was was bloody impressive. So um, hats off to him. Doesn't mean I agree with the rule itself, um, but, you know, he obviously, he obviously knew it well. And, um, you know, if I was in the same situation, I'd obviously be trying to exploit that too. So um, disappointing because I feel like that gets us to about 20 off 10 and, not saying that we're favourites, but we're we're definitely in with more of a shot of, of winning that game. See, all those catches you've done over the years, Jordan, where you've leapt, knocked it up, stayed mm. in the field of play, have caught it. Do you are you thinking back, thinking, "Geez, I could have made it really easy for yeah. myself and I just know. run yeah, out of it's play." Actually, it's actually funny, isn't it? Because I I think um, you know not until a few years, I think that was ago that that was changed to how it is now. So I I think yeah, normally when I'm trying to catch it, I'm leaving you know. I'm trying to get back into the field of play before I make contact with it again. So I wouldn't have had probably the presence of mind to be able to do what, what Ness did. So that's just purely how I've grown up trying to catch on the boundary. But um, yeah, obviously there's there's a rule there that's that's there to exploit at the moment. Yep, so, not not so. anymore, mate. That's it. You can, know, just, you can yeah. relax now. You can tap it all the way up into the stands, <laughs> as Barney was saying. I was saying. thinking of my Harlem Globetrotters. I might start juggling it around the fence for 150 metres and see what, mate, <laughs> see what happens. Maybe we'll get a rule change then. The kids would love it, mate. They'd love it. Yeah, there, yeah, is, yeah. there is also the tree, too, at North Sydney Oval. Uh, for, I was actually thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking if, if, if Ness tries that again on uh, on Wednesday night, he'll, he'll throw it straight up into that big tree. So... Um, I might get away with it. <laughs> now, mate, um, the run chase, like you guys never looked panicked last night. That was uh, when I was watching mm. that innings, I thought that you, you guys are up against it here. You were losing reasonably steady wickets. Um, is that yep. is that the approach? What were you guys saying to each other when you were out there in that run chase? Yeah, I mean, it probably goes back earlier. Greg Shippard actually gave us a really good sort of halftime talk about, um, you know, the amount of boundaries they hit. And it's only going to take, you know, we just got to try and match them in that with with just good cricket shots. And I think we saw the the tone set early with our two openers getting us off to a bit of a flyer. Um, but yeah, just the I guess the regular wickets probably set us back a little bit. Um, just meant that we probably had to chase more than what we would have liked in those back sort of five overs. Um, but I just thought the the regular contributions of guys coming through, like Hayden Kerr, who I think's been one of our 
you know, surprise pack. Well, not surprise packets with the bat, but he's hitting the ball so cleanly. So to, for him and myself to sort of get a little partnership when we were five down was, was crucial. It got us to a, a point in the game where we could get it close. And then, um, you know, even Sean Abbott coming in there, hitting a six at a crucial time, uh, just kept belief. And I think that's that's the beauty of our, our side at the moment is that um, we talk about being able to win from sort of any position. And I think we genuinely believed we could with you know, five or six overs left. Um, felt like we got the game into a spot where it was definitely achievable and, you know, particularly to a, a short sort of straight boundary at the Gabba, a short leg side boundary on one side. It was, um, yeah, it was more than achievable. Um, bit of a shame how it, how it finished, but um, all in all, it was a it was a really good effort. Mate, did you uh, at any point after the game think about just giving, say, maybe the, the to either of the test sides that played up there recently a call and saying that's how you bat on a Brisbane pitch. <laughs> well, I think Travis Head showed everyone that's how you do it up there. Yeah, that's uh, you true. just got to go. You just got to go hard. So um, yeah, it might be that might be the approach moving forward on a on a green gabber wicket is to is to play your shots and, and chance your arm a bit. So no, it's I think it's just um, I think there's probably been a lot of talk around the the quality I guess of maybe the pitches around the country and. Um, I just saw it last night. I mean, I'm not watching it on the TV, of course, but it just would have been, I'm sure, a great spectacle seeing that many balls sort of flying over the rope. Um, you know, scores of 200 plus is, is exactly what um, people want to go to the ground and watch and what people want to see on TV. So I just thought actually, all in all, it was actually a great advertisement for, for Big Bash Cricket. And that's, you know, I know the bowlers won't agree in me saying, but that's what we, we sort of want to see. We want to see more of because it was it was such a fun game to be a part of. It was. Now, speaking of balls sailing over the rope, uh, Josh Brown, this man in his second game, uh, mm. came out and just absolutely smashed him. Be honest, have you arrived home and thought, what can you make a bat out of? Can you make your own cricket <laughs> bat like Josh? No, nah, I did hear that. He's um, apparently does all the repair jobs for a lot of those guys up there too. So he's obviously quite clever with how he does it. Um, I don't know if he needs a good bat. He seems a pretty strong bloke. So, you know, he was putting some of those balls, you know, 30, 40 metres over the yeah. boundary. So um, it's great to see, isn't it, when you see these guys come through from sort of club cricket and not much is sort of known about them and they sort of burst onto the scene like that. Um, having spoken to a few people around the Queensland cricket circles, he's actually been doing this for three or four years now on a regular basis at club level. So he's more than deserved an opportunity um, at big bash level and it's it's really I know I know we're on the receiving end of it last night but it's it's refreshing to see and it should give a lot of those guys that are sort of um, slaving away on the on the grade cricket train that there's there's hope out there that you can you can come on and make a name for yourself and yeah really really pleased that he was able to sort of do that now we saw last night that their spinners um, were seemed mm. hard to get away compared to the the guys that where the ball was coming on at pace Um is that was that the case? Do you do you find the spinners in that when you're pushed to make runs? Are they the ones that uh, you'd be looking to bring on? Say maybe a socky when he's fit for your team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, it's certainly something we'll review um, when we play at the Gabba again. Is taking the pace off the ball and whether we played two spinners like they did last night. Um, I'm probably not the best um, <laughs> player of spin bowling going around in the tournament, um, so. It's definitely harder for me to get those boundaries away. I'm not as big as strong and can just plonk them straight. But, um, yeah, I think the way that they bowled, they really took the pace out of the ball, forced you to to hit it, um, you know, without you know much pace on it. So that's always a bit of a challenge. And, and also the ends that they bowled at were always hitting to the to the bigger boundary. So 
Um, probably where we, we missed having a, maybe a left-hander in that situation that could sort of hit to the shorter side. But, um, yeah, definitely something we would consider um, moving forward when we play at the Gabba is to maybe slow it up and, and take the pace off it. Now, speaking of Stephen O'Keefe, a colleague of ours here, how <laughs> is the injury? It's a hamstring, is it? Or is oh, it? There's yeah. a rumour around here that it's gout. I think he's all right. He's um, I think it's just only a small strain. Um, I think we we're pretty hopeful of seeing him in you know either the next game or the one after. So I know he's not too far away. He didn't travel with us on this recent road trip, but from all reports, he's he's doing all right. And um, I think we're hopeful of seeing him in the in the next game or two, which is um, yeah, a really handy inclusion for us. Obviously, he's got a hell of a lot of experience. Um, he's so cagey with, with how he goes about it. And, um, you know, he'll be a nice option if we come up against the Heat again just to sort of present them a, a different option, someone they hadn't seen, you know, in the previous game. Um, so, yeah, I'm really hopeful that he's, he's back for us ASAP. Now, you are uh, taking the Heat on again um, this Thursday at uh, North Sydney Oval. Uh, but apparently tickets are selling very, very well at this stage. Mm. Mate, um, how, uh, how is the approach going to be different to up in Brisbane? Do you guys Is there a secret you guys know about North Sydney that uh, you're going to try and keep the Heat away from? Or <laughs> is there any local knowledge? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the New South Wales guys have, have been able to play a fair bit of one-day cricket there over the years, so we've got that benefit that they know the ground extremely well. Um, I've played a couple of games there myself for Tassie against New South Wales, so yeah, we're, we're obviously all pretty aware that it's a it's a pretty small ground, um, so if you saw balls flying over the fence last night, be prepared for, for more of that um, in a couple of days' time. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be a there's no doubt it'll be a high-scoring game. It's um it's been a high-scoring one-day venue for for a while now, and um and even a WBBL venue too. So it's yeah, I'm actually yeah super excited to be to be playing a big bash game there, and you know in front of a, a sellout North Sydney crowd is is something we want to do. We want to play in front of um you know big crowds, and you know to have all the fans sort of packed in around North Sydney in such a nice little family boutique type ground is going to be is going to be really cool. So. Yeah, we're we're excited for it. It's going to be a bit of a quirky game with, um, you know, there'll be fields in all sorts of different spots just because of how the ground dimensions shape up. So, um, yeah, we'll we've got a couple of days to sort of think about how we how we line up our team and and how we go about it from a from a batting and bowling sense and see if we can, um, yeah, surprise them a bit maybe and uh, yeah, get a get a win over them. Mate, as a Sixers fan, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys win on Wednesday night. Thank you so much for joining us on the summer run home with the Professor and Barney. No worries. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the chat. Thanks, Jordan. Good man.